Welcome to the Reflections from the Red Chair. Your host is the renowned Miss Ayanna Burnett, professional therapist and coach. Join her as she shares wisdom that has inspired thousands to heal their emotional pain. Enter the virtual healing room and take your seat across from the therapeutic red chair. Today, let's talk about who I am. Okay, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I've always just wanted to say that. It's from some song. Shout out to whoever can remember exactly which song it's from. It was just on my mind. Okay, but for real today, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about my own personal experience. I'm about to take it back for y'all, y'all. Like we going to travel in time back to high school. However, there's a purpose. You know me. There's always a great insight in there somewhere. And this one has to do about the power of our mind. So we're actually going to talk about mind power today. The power of, of our inner worlds and the way in which we archive and experience live events, right? <laughs> I'm going to keep singing this in my head as I'm <laughs> trying to talk to you. Let's talk about who I am when I was in high school. Um, and as I always say, I'm, I'm older than I look. Actually, much older, right? I've, okay, that's, I digress. Anyway, so, whoo, and this might be partly me. Uh, y'all, sometimes it can be really kind of painful when you go back and remember all that you experienced in life in the early years because the one thing I definitely know and remember is that we sometimes underestimate the stresses that we experience when we're teenagers and sometimes even younger than that right we forget that our children too have this capacity to to feel deeply and boy did I then as I do now And in particular, I can remember probably my very first boyfriend and more importantly, right, years afterwards, I'm I'm talking about decades, y'all, when I would think about this particular beloved, it wasn't so more about remembering that this was my first love, but I remembered it was my first love heartbreak and it was big right so if you all have been listening you remember during one of my previous episodes I think the one when I was talking about us and our relationship to our feelings and I alluded right to literally sitting with a a mentor and and was a grieving right was grieving a relationship from high school when I was in college (laughs) let's get 
God. Like, and that was a relationship that started in middle school, right? So this is like five years later, y'all. Five years later, post this quote unquote, like breakup, I'm still sitting in life crying, like big, ugly cry, y'all. When I'm sitting with, you know, this mentor as I'm remembering this heartbreak. And I would actually probably still shed some tears years after that. Or even if I didn't, again, it was just like sadness like such big sadness when I thought about this this beloved and how things ended and oh y'all like even when I would recall and even now right it's not that what comes to mind are the really like loving positive fun moments that we had had it's it's the the Oh, the anguish that I felt walking down the hallways when I saw him coming to homeroom with his new girlfriend. Like, even now, I still feel it, like, in my stomach. It was it was awful, <laughs> like, every day, right? Having to watch my first love, the one I wanted to be with, walking down the hall with her, right? And, and of course, this relationship was a relationship that felt like it lasted the whole entire daggone year. Um, so do you hear that? Do you even hear that in my tone? Like how even still to this day, and we are now decades post that, the way in which I archived, right, mentally and emotionally archived that relationship <laughs> doesn't feel good. Like, you know, literally, it's like heartbreak written across the, the mental envelope that it's all, you know, housed in. So I remember this. And again, this must have been like three decades later, right? So five years later, we're sitting with the mentor and we're crying our eyes out, still feeling sorrow. And then three decades later, right, we are literally still remembering and life gives me access to this person again okay so facebook (laughs) y'all i really sometimes i hate facebook to be completely honest it's like yo do we really need to be in contact with everybody from like all seasons of our lives and and you know what thanks to facebook i'm now feel like i get confused about even who do i know people from like you see their faces and it's like what era of my life did i know them in because it's like everybody's just thrown into the same pool and i just think there's something that's just wrong about that like okay but anyway again that is an episode for another day (sighs) thanks to facebook yes our friend here facebook decades later i was literally put in touch with my first love who I remembered as my first heartbreak. And so I remember I decided to reach out and I did. I messaged them and it was just kind of like, you know, hey, um, can you kind of tell me what was going on like way back then? And I did. We, you know, I was just courageous enough and kind of share that I, I was still kind of wondering like what what in the world had happened? Like, why did they break my heart in such a, a big way? Are y'all ready for this? This amazing, great being was so open and so empathetic and literally said to me, was like, wow, that's not a good way to be remembered. Whoa. Like, oops. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. I'm telling the truth decades later. Like, <laughs> I know I'm not alone, right? Oh, but it gets better. So we're, you know, continuing to have this, this text conversation and they continue to explain that, yo, like, first of all, they're really not happy about being remembered as my first heartbreak. And they share with me, it was like, yo, Ayana, you are my first love. What? wait a minute who me like wait a minute remember the other girl who i like watched you go down the hallway with <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i watched you at her games like what you what you mean that i was and am what your first love and okay so caveat my best friend interesting enough years ago had actually somewhat put me onto this but i, I didn't believe her y'all i was like whatever what are you talking about? Like, how could how could I be their first love? Like, this was a real popular person, you know, known as a bit of a player, player, right? Um, so I wasn't literally the first first girlfriend. I was not the first girlfriend. But now to be able to learn decades later, y'all, that I was the first love, I was freaking clueless. And it literally even took a minute for me to even believe that this was a possibility because I I didn't even hold that as as an idea, despite the fact that even my BFF, y'all, literally my BFF from middle school was like, yo, Yana, I told you like, what? How did I how did I miss that? How did I miss that? Because I wasn't looking for it. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't looking for it, y'all. I was in the middle of, let's keep it real, my own pity party. We all have them, so I can totally confess that I have two. And I was in the middle of just feeling bad. About feeling bad. I didn't even catch that there could be an alternative motive to this other person's decisions to this other person's actions, let alone to how this other person saw and felt about me decades later, y'all. Decades later. All right, so let's bring it, let's bring it home a little bit. So bring help to bring me present. <laughs> because that was a bit of a roller coaster for me, right? Which is just a testament to how emotions really never die and just the memory of something will bring up that emotion in the present moment because I'm reliving all of that as I'm sitting here sharing this with you and we're now several decades past this actual event right memories are what continue to live so the way in which we archive our and think of past events is so crucial to our current well-being, right? This is what reframing is all about. Reauthoring, allowing ourselves to rewrite the script. Like after I had that conversation, I had to go back and retitle that folder. That folder could no longer be titled My First Heartbreak. What do you guys think I should name it? Right. I would love to hear your feedback. So, you know, totally leave me a voicemail, you know, find me on Instagram. I will post this uh this episode up on there somewhere so that we'll start a trend like what would you rename this file? Because this is really important. It's got to be it's got to be renamed. 
And I had to go back and and rewrite the script, right? Because there were other pieces to the script that I didn't even necessarily know about. This is why it is so important for us to acknowledge what we don't know. And I talked about this in a previous podcast in episode one, right? That just acknowledging what you don't know and stopping there and not creating additional meaning because the only thing that it does is hurt you, right? I was the one who was walking around with that wound. I was the one walking around feeling unloved and rejected when the reality was, yes, the relationship ended, but it wasn't because I wasn't favored. It wasn't because I wasn't valued. It was because of other reasons that really had nothing to do with me. Nothing impacted me, yes, but had nothing to do with me. What area of your life, right, would it be helpful to go back and to rewrite the script, even if just for yourself? Like, life put me in a position, thankfully, that I could go and actually have contact with this actual individual and was enlightened to their truth. This does not always happen, but you know what? It's not always necessary. Because you can reauthor the story by yourself. Okay, now I get it. The how, how you actually do that, you know, oftentimes, especially if it's the first time you've done it, you, yes, you, you will probably find it easier if you reach out for support, right? So you can reach out to me, let's do a soul check or, you know, reach out to someone else in your world who's done this type of work. But this is why, again, soul work, right? Self-work, self-improvement, self-help is so vital, It's necessary to our well-being and our livelihood. We must give attention to ourselves and even to how we are holding memory of past events. Because it can be changed. That's really all I got for you. There's not too much more I can really say. Be willing to let go of your hurtful versions of the story and replace them at minimally with something that's at least neutral. Dealing with the pain and the hurt is a separate matter. That's just the emotional space. We do not have to, you know, crumple it all up and tangle it all up by creating a meaning as well that is hurtful especially if it lends to us feeling bad about ourselves until next time be light Are you ready to take the deep dive by working with Miss Ayana? Schedule a soul check by clicking the link in the description. For more insight, visit MissIana.com. 
keep following and keep in mind this is not meant to be a substitute for meeting with a helping professional.